What's going on, designers and decorators? It's Timothy. I hope you're doing phenomenal today. As interior designers, we possess a unique blend of artistic talent and business talent, really, at the end of the day. And we have the ability to transform spaces into breathtaking works of art while simultaneously managing the practicalities of running a successful design firm. But finding the right balance between business and creative side of what we do is critical for long-term success. And the amount of designers that I, I, I talk to and I mentor that aren't able to have an equilibrium of these two kind of sectors of our industry, uh, they really struggle with this quite a lot. But it's a lot of designers who struggle with that. So if you're struggling with that, you're not alone. I've struggled with it many, many years. I still struggle with it. It's a practice that you have to do consistently. So let's talk about it. How do we navigate the fine line between creativity and business? We're going to explore some strategies and insights that can help us achieve the delicate equilibrium that we have for the business side and the creative side. But first and foremost, I think it's important to have a clear understanding of your clients' needs, their objectives, what they really want, what they don't want. And you do that by establishing open lines of communication and actively listening to their desires and their wants and their needs and all in between. You can create designs that align with their vision while incorporating your own artistic flair. And we're very, very good at that as designers, right? That's like our second second nature skill set. However, another key element is to effectively project manage. Setting realistic timelines, creating detailed budgets, and implementing efficient workflows, balancing the GC with the electrician, with the, with the plumber, with every all these like trade professionals. But having those processes will help you stay organized and focused on delivering that exceptional result to your client. By having a solid foundation of business processes in place, you'll free up a lot of mental energy and space to let your creative ideas flourish. And obviously, as an interior designer, 80% of what we do is business, right? Um, then you have the other 20% is the creative side. A lot of designers think that it's more of 80% creative and 20% business, but it's very much flipped. You're running a, a design firm, right? You're running a business. Everything you do impacts that business. There's sales involved. There's managing all this stuff. But the actual design process that you go through is really only 20% of what you do. As interior designers, we also need to strike a balance when it comes to embracing new trends and staying true to our unique style. While it's important to stay informed about latest developments, I, I think it's equally critical to develop a signature design aesthetic that sets you apart from a designer down the road. But finding your own creative voice and incorporating that into your design will also help you create a distinct brand identity and attract clients who resonate with your style. And of course, even that's business too. Financial management is another aspect where balancing creativity and business is critical. Understanding the costs associated with each project, accurately pricing your services, carefully managing your resources. Um, all of these are essential for maintaining a, a profitability and sustaining your design firm in the long term, in the long run. It's important to strike balance between delivering exceptional quality and managing your bottom line effectively. I think the number one key to this, though, if I want to chime in here, is the having your process it, like that. That is the key component here. If you don't know your process and I'm not talking about like you knowing it in your head, anyone can have their process in their head. You actually should write it down and you should iron everything out to the micro level, micro level being 
if a potential client calls you? What what are the steps? What do you want to do? Um, you know, first step is reaching out to them to, to to schedule a design consultation or even a phone call. During that phone call, what do you discuss? What are all the questions? What from that phone call then, uh, you know, do you send them to the next part of your process, which would be the design consultation? What are the criteria uh, that you look at in that initial phone call to determine whether or not that client is a good fit for your design firm to go to the design consultation? Do you charge for the design consultation? Yes or no? How much do you charge for the design consultation? When do you actually take that fee? Do you take it up front? Do you take it at the end? Do you take it, you know, during that meeting? All of these key things, these processes that you go through will help you find the best project management tool or um, help you find the best uh, kind of slew of systems that you need to work with. Lastly, nurturing and expanding your professional network can greatly contribute to finding balance in your design firm business too. Collaborating with other industry pros such as architects, contractors, gosh, suppliers, um, you know, or aka vendors. Uh, local designers, uh, trade professionals like GCs and uh, electricians can really help streamline your operations and, and access new opportunities by collaborating with them, of course. Building relationships with potential clients, uh, attending industry, industry events, and actively engaging in social media can all help you showcase your creativity while also growing the business. Eventually, when you start doing this naturally, it's just going to flow. It's just going to come. Uh, you won't have to, have to actively like, oh, I have to do this and, you know, I have to do that. Once you get into that flow of things, it's not going to feel so much as a, as a chore. It's just going to be like second nature for you. Remember, though, achieving the perfect balance between creativity and business is an ongoing journey. It, it, it is so ongoing. It's not going to be a situation where it's going to happen in a month. It might, may not even happen in a year. It just takes consistency. It takes understanding how you can pivot. It takes the ability for you to pivot certain things. If you feel like your process needs to change, fucking change it. Just go and change it. Like Your processes are not set in stone. Those can change for every single project if you wanted. Um, but it does require continuous self-reflection, uh, adaptation to evolving to market trends and commitment to delivering exceptional design solutions that satisfy both your artistic aspirations and your client's practical needs. So that, I hope that helps. I mean, it, like I mentioned, it takes practice. It takes time. It takes commitment. But you got this. Uh, if, of all things, you you got this. It's not difficult. You just have to be consistent with it. And start small. Set yourself micro goals for, you know, that consistency. And maybe, uh, you know, set these, like, goals on a weekly basis or even a monthly basis. But small, achievable goals is ultimately what will get you there. Of course, if you have any questions, feel free to ping me. This episode is sponsored by Indima, Interior Design Management, uh, Project Management Solution for Interior Designers. Of course, I'm the owner, so of course, this podcast uh, is uh, sponsored by it. But if you need uh, systems, definitely check out Indima. We are um, the all-in-one tool that designers need. We help designers save upwards of like 30 hours a week with a team of five. It's pretty crazy. If you have any questions at all, want to grab a demo, please head over to indema.co, I-N-D-E-M-A.co. Also check out the Designers Hub, designershub.co. And uh, that's the designershub.co. It's a great resource for you to find kind of anything you need. A 3D renderer, a procurement agency. It's a really phenomenal resource. Definitely check it out. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me, timothy.indema.co. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. And thanks so much for listening in.
Take care.